Welcome to the Couragepreneur Podcast. The podcast for people who want to be more resilient in life and business by developing their courage muscle to live life, love life, and be their absolute best. Now, let's go live to your host, Pix Jonathan. G'day there and welcome to another episode of the Couragepreneur podcast and today I'm absolutely stoked because I've got another mental fitness um, passionate guy. His name is Gus Wallen. So g'day Gus. G'day. Thank you for having me. And we're actually neighbours. You're in Eleanora Heights, um, Gus, and I'm in DY. So we're a couple of postcodes apart. Yeah, we're in a beautiful piece of the world. I know we're in lockdown at the moment, but uh, it doesn't really feel like lockdown a lot of the time. So uh, we're very lucky. We are very fortunate, that's for sure. And for the benefit of our listeners, Gus, um, we actually met a couple of years ago. It was almost two years to the day in June 2019 at a Big Ideas Mental Health Forum because that's obviously something we're both passionate about and you were one of the guest presenters there. Yeah, absolutely. I can't believe it was that long ago. You showed me a photo before we started <laughs> the pod and I was like, gee whiz. Yeah. Um, that time has absolutely flown. And I think as I get older, I keep saying to my mates, oh, I remember a couple of years ago we did that. And they go, that, that was, was 10, 10 years, years ago. ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what that, what, what that is, but I'm certainly feeling, I'm feeling every second of it um, when I see photos like that. And I realise how quickly life goes and you've got to make every post a winner. Absolutely, that's for sure. And also, Gus, you're a bit of a media celebrity. You're an Aussie TV and radio personality. And we were speaking before about Triple M. You've actually you actually present on Radio Triple M, don't you? I do. I do. I do the I do the meditation Triple M as well. But yeah, Triple yes. M Radio. I did just over ten years of breakfast radio, and then um, I've just settled back into Saturday mornings now. A show called The Dead Set Legends, which is great fun and a great balance for me to be able to talk a bit of nonsense for a couple of hours and just keep my my foot in the door at Triple M without having to do the 3.30 alarms and the pressures that come with breakfast radio. I just yeah. loved, I just love being part of the family. And after Brecky Radio finished and I got into Gotcha for Life, I just, I didn't want to lose that completely. So I was very lucky that Triple M allowed me to bring back the Dead Set Legends, a, a show that, you know, Sydney siders who love their sport missed yeah. for many years because they just dropped it like a hot scone but it's back again now and I'm just about to finish my second year. Good stuff and you do that with Jude Bolton and Wendell Saylor so yeah a yeah. couple of Aussie Two, sporting icons. Of mm. course the very handsome um, Jude Bolton and the very charismatic uh, Wendell Saylor <laughs> and we're, we're like brothers we really get along very well we really enjoy each other's company and, um, yeah, like I said, it's the perfect balance for me to go with the emotional work of gotcha to just to have yeah. a couple of hours talking sport and playing some rock and roll. It's very cool. Yeah, and you touched on Gotcha for Life, which is a, a charity that you founded in 2017, Gus, and we will get into our questions, but it's just great to give people the bit of the backstory for how that was founded. So it's Australia's premier mental fitness charity, and your basic goal and vision is to end suicide, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Zero suicides is mm -hmm. the word. If you have one, it's too many. So it's yeah. got to be zero. I know that's a huge call. And when I when I made that call, 
um, a couple of years ago, people were just saying, what a load of nonsense. But, you know, if you're not working towards zero suicides, I'm not quite sure what we should be about when you're talking about suicide prevention. And Gotcha yeah. for Life came off the back of a TV program I did on the ABC called Man Up. Mm-hmm. And that Man Up program, you know, is still available on ABC iView. It's a tough watch. It's three hours and it's really my journey trying to work out why a friend of mine that seemed to have everything, he ticked yeah. all the boxes in, in his life, why he would take his own life when most of us had no idea. In fact, I think nearly everyone had no idea that he was going was through any sort of struggle. He seemed yeah. to have all life's, you know, in inverted commas, goals ticked, um, good looking, married, three children, mm. status at work, status outside of work, much loved. And he hangs himself on a Friday night of the day that his third and final child finishes school. Um, and it rocked us completely. The ripple effect through the community and family was unbelievable. And I sat in silence for years and eventually mm. was lucky enough to talk about it on Triple M. And a lady who was thinking about a documentary around this was listening. And we got together and started Man Up. And that changed my life forever because I realised about 15 days into shooting, I realised that this wasn't just a job. It was going to be in passion and my it, life's work. Yeah, exactly. And I'm the same. You know, I talk about mental health, mental wellness. You're big on mental fitness. And I'm all about that too, Gus. And, you know, this is my passion. This is my calling. Dad always drummed communication into me. So I'm written, I'm visual, I'm auditory, all that stuff. And, you know, when you do it for the greater good of your local community, the global community, it's so empowering. And, yeah, it's just great. So we'll dive into our questions, Gus. So thanks so much for that, giving us, you know, a bit of insight to you, Gus the man and and, uh, Gotcha for Life and what you do as well. So, Gus, we're all about courage. What does courage mean to Gus Walland? Uh, getting uncomfortable, um, actually having, a, having those moments where you feel a bit out of control. Uh, blokes in particular hate feeling out of control. So yeah. getting in a vulnerable situation, getting uncomfortable, getting awkward. And I think that's where courage will come out. It's much more courageous, using your words, to talk about your feelings rather than just going, you know what, I'm going to bottle that up and just going to jam it down on top mm. of all the other stuff mm. that I've jammed down there since I was seven years of age. So yeah. it's all about looking at a new set of rules, I suppose, of what it, what it takes to be a man in Australia and mm. a man in the world actually at the moment because our problems is very similar to the rest of the world yeah. is actually going, you know what, this stereotypical Australian bloke is very, very difficult to live up to. So why don't we just give ourselves a bit of a break and start changing those rules a little bit and realising that, you know, the numbers we get now in terms of suicide and anxiety and depression and attempts of suicide, well, they're trying to live up to a certain set of rules. Why don't we change those rules? Because the rules were set so long ago. So for me, courage is challenging those rules and going, you know what, I'm going to do things slightly differently. And I think this new generation are probably more likely to do it than my generation, but it doesn't mean that we can't learn off these youngsters now. It's going to be sort of granddad learning from grandson rather than the other way around. Oh, exactly. And saying, granddad, when the rules were set, one example, when the rules were set, there was no social media. So can we set up a whole set of new rules just around social media? Yeah, and that gives it, you an example mm-hmm. of the of the type of stuff that it takes courage to do, because otherwise you just fall into line, and we're going to get the same we're going to get the same result over and over again. Yeah, I was just going to say that, Gus. If you do things what you've always done, you'll get what you've always got. And we are in a new yeah. world. You know, I posted about VUCA, volatile, uncertain, you know, challenging world that we're in, and we love uncertainty, but not so much uncertainty. And I. 
I love that you said about being authentic and I guess vulnerable. And for men, it's really tough for them to be vulnerable. But I believe on my heart that the more vulnerable and honest and open and transparent and the more we have the tough conversations around mental fitness, mental wealth, you know, mental health, all that, the better it is for everybody and just basically opening up that lid. And and that's why we're both so passionate about what we do. I mean, for me, for me, it's it's basically everything you just said there, but it has to have a starting point. And that's why I talk about mental fitness rather than mental health, because look at your mental uh, fitness, just like your physical fitness. Yeah. You can't go to the gym today and knock off the best possible results you've ever Don't had. Start run a marathon, yeah. you know, run a marathon tomorrow. Mm. You have to build up to it. You need to train. You need to get your food right. You need to get your sleep right. Exactly. So we need to do the same thing with our mental fitness. And it will be hard. You will mm. get in the grind. It will be difficult. You might have a conversation where tears are running out of your eyes and snot's running out of your nose. But eventually, a month in, you'll go, okay, I can cope with this a little bit better now. Yeah. So it's about building building blocks to get your mental fitness up and, you know, mental fitness and physical fitness go hand in hand. It's so aligned. Think, and that's what I was saying. Oh, yeah. Don't get me started. Why on earth are gyms closed? Like, seriously, <laughs> people need them to be open. They are essential services. You know, well, they're why? more essential than half the ones that are Absolutely. essential. Yeah, yeah. So... Anyway, um, it is what it is and, you know, we, when you can't go outside, you go inside. And I know we spoke privately, you know, just before about meditation and, and that's helped get me through. So, But certainly conversations yeah. and connecting. So which is a segue into our COURAGE acronym, Gus. So we've got seven questions based around the COURAGE acronym. And our first one, and I know you're huge on both of these, it's connecting and communicating, Gus. So how do you best con- connect and communicate with others, Gus? With honesty and vulnerability, I've always done that. People always said, yeah, you wear your heart on your sleeve. And I'm like, well, where else would you want to, you know, have it? Um, And that means you do get hurt a little bit more, I suppose, because you are a bit more vulnerable and so forth. But it's put me in good good stead. I've got a really good set of friends and people Mm. that love me. And I think they know that I'm authentic and I'm fair income and I'm not, you know, someone that they can't trust. So that's how I've always been. And And I just say to people now, that's how I'd love everyone else to be as well. It doesn't mean we have to burst into tears every five minutes or have a deep and meaningful conversation every time we talk, but it does mean we have, you know, someone in our life that we can talk to about all the really important stuff, those conversations outside of banter. And I suppose for me, it is trying to give guys and girls the words so they actually come out of the mouth rather than get stuck in your throat. Mm -hmm. Because I do talk to a lot of people and they say, I'd love to have that conversation. I'd love to have that relationship, but I don't quite know how to get it. Mm. And it's something that they find really difficult. So what they do is they tend to back away from it rather than walk into it. And it's about giving everyone the tools and confidence to walk into those conversations. Because like I said, with the mental fitness stuff, it'll become easier the more you do it. Yeah, yeah. And it is. I mean, I talk about courage muscle. You have to exercise it. It's not like going to the gym where, okay, I've done my um, push-ups or my crunches or whatever, and I've got abs or I've got biceps. No, you have to work on it each and every day. And that's why it's so important that you do work on your mental fitness each and every day, because, you know, we all have our own emotional bank accounts. And if we keep, or if others keep take, take, taking from them, there's nothing left in the reserve. And, and I know, especially as women, we often share. And my mum always said to me, Gus, a problem 
problem shared is a problem halved. And that's why I guess the rates for suicide in men is higher than women because as women, we do talk a lot. We talk twice as much as men, but, um, you know, having those conversations. So it's all about connecting and communicating. I love that, Gus. A second letter in a courage acronym. um, Sorry? You go. Oh, I just said, go go on. I was just going to say, my mum always says nothing nothing cannot be sorted without a nice cup of tea. Ah, that's a good one too. Nice actually. cup of tea. And yeah. But that means you sit down. It means you have a moment where you just have a nice cup of tea. And yeah. people struggle with that at the moment. We're all so busy or we think we are and we just yeah. disconnect everywhere because we don't quite nail it properly. So yeah. a nice cup of tea, sitting down and, and having a wander or walking around the backyard or whatever yeah. it might be, just taking a little bit of time out. With, with someone you love and, mm-hmm. and, and to build that relationship from a, from a mate to a friend, that's that's gold. Yeah, and really connecting with them. And you said about a cup of tea, I've got my healthy fizz here, so that's for sure. Yeah, and it's, Very nice. you know, even when I'm having dinner with friends, when you can, I have no TV on and no phones. Like why do you need that when you're trying to connect with them? You can't have a conversation, a proper conversation, even if a phone's in and around the region. You know, like I've got my phone here now. It's been buzzing off ever since we've been speaking, right? Yeah. So I've got all this stuff happening. So I'm turning that off now. I'm putting it over mm. and saying no more because you can't properly concentrate because mm. we, we're we just addicted to this thing yeah. and we just cannot get ourselves around it. If the phone is there, it always takes our, some type of our concentration. Our so mm. See you later. Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned um, with connecting and communicating about the open heart, which is our second letter in our courage acronym, Gus. So what is an open heart? What does that mean to you? It's feeling safe enough to actually uh, open open yourself up to people so you're not putting on the mask or the shield and just giving what people you feel that people want to get from you. You're actually real. And that's why at times, especially when you first fall in love and you have those all those sort of moments, that's when you get really hammered at times because you're like, oh, God, you know, I've really left myself open here. Mm. But you know what? I just soldiered on. I had a mum that was very open, honest and vulnerable, and I sort of saw that as a real strength. Mm. So I've just continually gone for it. And when you find the right people, um, whether it's a lover or a friend or, mm-hmm. or a colleague, you know, <clears throat> you do find yourself having these really rich and very deep relationships with mm. people, which are just different to your normal mm. sort of banter yeah. crowd. And mm. I would never change that for anything. I think those type of connections are the type of connections to make sure that you don't feel alone. And, you know, feeling alone, I think, is the, the worst possible thing a person oh, can have. So, you know, yeah. you touched on a point there, Gus. I am so pissed off, to be honest, when they say social distancing. You know, maintain social distancing. It is not social distancing. It is physical distancing. It's 1.5 metres, right. something you can physically measure, not friggin' socially. So, yeah, I, I actually hear that. I work in a retail centre, was. Um, you know, I'm on standby at the moment, stood down. But I hear that subliminally all the time. And it's like it's just, you know, reinforcing that social isolation. And, you know, people crave that connection. So having that open heart absolutely leads you to that. And I remember reading um, Brene Brown or watching a video like a TED Talk by her about vulnerability 
And it was all about having that open heart and being transparent and authentic and and really drilling down to, you know, who you truly are. So, um, so Gus, you're a, a unique kind of guy. What makes Gus Warland uniquely Gus Warland? <laughs> um, well, thank you for that. I think that's a compliment. Um, <laughs> I suppose for me, uh, you know, right from the start, you know, I, I had a mother that was very caring and loving. And as I said, open, honest and vulnerable. Um, I also had a really, really good set of friends and I grew up in a really safe environment. So I always felt safe. I always felt loved. I always felt mm. like I could be myself. Yeah. Um, I also then went to a school that suited me really well. Like, you know, I just, I'm lovely, loved learning in a box, you know, tell me where I need to be at a certain time. Tell me what exam I need to do. Tell me what homework I need to do. Tell me what team I can. I just loved having that routine in my life. And then, I was really lucky enough, my, my mother and father had both travelled a lot quite young, so I decided to nick off to England in my gap year. Mm-hmm. And I just learned so much in that year. I got some really good role models around me and I just had fun. Yeah. And then I came back and I, even though my life has had some hiccups here and there, I've always found a positive in everything that yeah. I've done. Mm. And I suppose up until I was 38, I was really happy in a job and then I was very lucky to be able to change careers and go into TV and radio, you know, at such a young age mm. and going into that type of world with a bit of experience and a bit of corporate and a little bit of maturity, that really helped me get through, you know, the initial few years of the pressure of breakfast radio and ratings yeah. and mm. all that type of stuff. And, um, of course, all the way along the line, I had a wife that loved me and three children and, who are now sort of old enough and ugly enough to look after themselves, but they're still here. <laughs> and I'm like, I've been blessed, yeah. you know, and I've had some really great mates all the way through. Like my best mate I met when I was five. Oh, wow. um, at Kindergarten. Yeah. I've met a whole lot of blokes like in prep school, like in year five, which is when we were 10. So I've known them for over 40 years. And so it really is got you for life, them. your friendships, aren't they? Got you oh, for life. <laughs> that's the, reason, that's the yeah. reason why I called it got you for life because – you know, I want people to find that at least one person who has got them for life, not got them for this university degree or this school yeah. trip or, you know, mm-hmm. literally have got them for life and get in, get down and dirty with you, you know, know where the skeletons are and they'll back you and support you. But also they'll tell you you're a dickhead if you're a dickhead. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like that's real. the other thing. Yeah, actually, yeah, keeping it real. that's it's a like, really good segue into our next letter of our Courage acronym, which is R, what's one relationship tip to develop real ones? Honesty, I guess. <laughs> Absolute on, mm. on, honesty. Um, mm. Honesty always. Yeah. And when I say always, I really mean always. You know, it's like it's giving. Of course, you give people the benefit of the doubt, and you let a, th- a few things go through to the keeper. But really, you know, you want to be surrounding people, surrounding yourself with people that you love and adore and you care for, and so forth. So you've just got to keep it real. You can't let things. Um, slide too too often so that that's always been my go-to and that means that I've got a really good core group of people that I love and we just get each other yeah and your vibe attracts your tribe you know the old saying birds of a feather flock together and Jim Rohn says you are the average of the five people you associate with so when you are that high caliber high quality authentic genuine you know person of integrity that's who you attract. So good on you, Gus. And I'm not into the vanity metrics. Like, yes, I've got a fair following on LinkedIn and Facebook and also starting on Insta, but I'm not about that. I'm about the one person that sends me a message saying, 
wow, your post really meant a lot to me today. That's what it's about, you know. So just, you know, hey, it's that ripple effect. Of course. There's nothing quite like having, you know, that person who knows stuff and who still loves you and backs you and supports you and so forth. They're they're, they're the moments. And you're right. Um, All the good stuff that I've ever done in my life has been without ego. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it doesn't mean you can't have your ego at times. And, of course, being on Brecky Radio, you need to, you know, silence is death on radio. So you yeah. need to be a smart ass. You need to fin- fill the gaps. You need to get, get hit by a bus every now and again. You need to have all these things. You need to be able to bounce around. But the authentic friendships mm-hmm. and love that I have with my family and friends, that's where I feel safest yeah. and most comfortable. And that's mm-hmm. where I can take a, a breath and go, that's that's that, that life's going to be okay. You know, you need to wear different hats at times if you want to be in the fields that, that, that I'm in. Oh, but definitely. At mm. the end of the at the end of the day, you you know where I'm happiest is just with my family or my mates. You know, having a cuppa or having a beer, depending on what time of the day it is, and just shooting the shit. Hopefully, that's cuppa AM and beer PM, but we won't get into that. <laughs> It's five o'clock Normal, somewhere. Normally, not always, <laughs> but normally, yeah. Dan always said it's five p.m. somewhere on the planet. So there you go. But anyway, um, I, I agree. Ben, we used to, um, yeah, we used to have a beer at nine o'clock on a Friday a.m. Yeah, after a week on Breaking Radio. Yeah, exactly. So we finished work, crossed the road to this Irish pub in in Goulburn Street in Sydney, and just have two scoobies. And yeah. I was smoking back at the time as well, and yeah. so I have a couple of ciggies. And would just wind down for the weekend, and people would sort of, you know, go yeah. on their on their merry way. And when I think about that lifestyle now, I'm like, oh, you know, forty is so much easier to do that than fifty. Yeah, but, you oh, know, yeah. that seemed the right thing to do at the time. It was a nice way to wind down after a difficult week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Gus, you've been blessed, obviously, with a beautiful family as a child, um, being raised by your your loving mum and and that, and you've got a beautiful wife and family. But how do you maintain your amazing attitude? Because no one can be up all the time. But how does Gus maintain his amazing attitude? Uh, well, thank you. I mean, I definitely have moments where you know I am seriously vulnerable and I say that to the kids and um it's a big change from brain from breakfast radio to running a not-for-profit um Mm -hmm. my accountant certainly has noticed the difference (laughs) so all of a sudden our lifestyle had to change a lot so I thought what am I going to do you know how am I going to tell the kids that we can't have that nice holiday anymore like it's going to take a few years for everything to sort of sort out the new normal but I thought you know what I'm just going to sit them down over dinner and just tell them that hey you know we used to get this in per month now we're getting this, which means that that, that that has to go and you're going to have to step up to the plate. Um, amazingly, and I think this happens more often than most people uh, think, I worried about it in my head way too much. Mm-hmm. And when I actually did the reality of asking them to step up to the mark, they all went, oh, Dad, no worries at all. We get it. You know, they just needed to have the facts. Yeah. But there's no way my dad would have ever gone through finances with me and explained to me oh, yeah. what's coming in and what's going out. But yeah, I thought, you exactly. know what, They're, at the time, Abby, who's now doing HSC, she was about 15 and Jack was 18 and Ella was in between. So I thought they're old enough and ugly enough. So yeah. I'm just going to give them the facts. And once they, it was lovely for them to feel like they were adults part of it. and I could tell them the truth and part yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. That, that that was great. But that I do worry alone a little bit at times. I worry about this pandemic and how many people are worrying alone and how I can use yeah. whatever I've got to be able to get 
out to them. Like I'm thinking every every day or two days, I'm going to do a video now on Instagram. Mm. And I get wonderful responses back saying, that, that's just what I needed yeah. or, you know, thank you so much <clears throat> for that reminder and stuff. So, so, you know, you've got your podcast, you've got a responsibility to people that follow you and that trust you and feel safe in your hands. Mm. So it's up to us to do this stuff. It is. And, and I say, Gus, in times such as these, leaders need to step up and lead. And, and you know, social media, it's it's a weapon and a tool and it's all on how you use it. And I know you're using it as a force for good, same as me. So, yeah, I don't get yeah. into the, you know, the conspiracy theories or the, the negativity of whatever's out there, um, whatever it is. But, yeah, we need to be that beacon of hope and that beacon of light and positivity and also realness. I'm not in Disneyland like I'll share maybe that I was feeling down or, you know, not so happy or, you know, I was struggling, just so that people know that you're real because if you're just absolutely up there all the time, it's like, really, is it, what is this person on? So, yeah, it's all about... Yeah keeping your amazing attitude but being real as well that's right and also you know for me when I do talks to kids in particular it's like throwing away perfect you know that Instagram world oh. for instance talk about Instagram for God, 30 yeah. seconds yeah it, it it is it is just beautiful and perfect and there are beautiful people on there and it's amazing and the people that I follow you know they just take me away sometimes to yeah. where i you know, I'll never go to that place or know that situation, but I, and I love it, but I'm also smart enough, mature enough to know that that is just a moment in time. And I need to keep reminding the kids that it's just a moment in time. Yeah. And most people are going through stuff, whatever that stuff might be. Everyone's you know, whether got it's a backstory. <laughs> of course. So it's a matter of just realizing that, hey, that's a great tool. Use it for the right reasons, yeah. as you said, but realize that that is not the norm. Exactly. And everyone goes through stuff. Everyone has to. Yeah. Everyone has to go to the toilet every day. Everyone has to do this. Everyone has to do that. Everyone has to have a sleep. We're all human beings, and let's get back to that. Enjoy the moments like that, but get back to reality as well. Yeah, perfectionism, perfectionism, and competition are the thief of joy. So yeah, just be yourself. Wow. Um, yeah. Gus, I want to ask you, what's one thing you're grateful for today? It's early morning still on a Friday morning, but what's one thing? Yeah. And I know you'll have an answer. What's one thing you're grateful for today? I'm grateful for dentists because I've got the worst tooth pain at the moment <laughs> on my back molar here. And I'm going at, what's the time now? It's 9.32. I'm going at 10.15, just up to my local dentist yep. here, Eleonora, who's going to put me out of my pain and misery. Well, there you go. Essential services on demand. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Exactly. I'm um I'm definitely been in pain for about a week, and Ooh. I just couldn't get in until this morning. So yeah. Well, I can safely that. say that that is the most unique answer I've received in asking my <laughs> gratitude question. So there you go. Well, guys. With, without the dentistry, I, I I'm really this morning I woke up and I went to my WhatsApp and all the blokes I normally walk with. Yep. There's four of us, but we can only have groups of two yeah and the bloke that was meant to be my guy for today um just wanted to sleep in so he woke up and went mate I'm too tired yeah so that was that then I went back to bed again and you know when you go back to bed yes. after waking up it's yeah. always the worst mm -hmm. when you then wake up again so my wife actually made me a cup of tea and a bit of apricot jam on nice. multi grain which is my favorite yeah so I should have a big shout out to Vicky for doing that for me oh, this morning. good stuff 
fantastic. And our last letter in our courage acronym is E for enjoy life, Gus. And you've touched on what you do, your mates and, your, you know, the beers and, you know, just your community. <laughs> but how do you enjoy life, Gus? I love sport. Sport's my absolute passion. So I do a show called The Cricket Tragic on Foxtel. Um, I love that, going around interviewing, you know, old superstars and heroes and people that I used to adore. So that's really, really cool for me. That's a nice balance for the work yeah. I do at Gotcha for Life. So mm-hmm. watching and not so much playing sport anymore, yeah. but certainly I play a bit of tennis and I play a bit of golf, but not not too much. Yeah. I love watching sport. I love watching my kids play Go sport. Ash Barty. Yay. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, the, wasn't the, that fantastic? Yeah. It was one of the most str- stressful two hours of our lives. Um, <laughs> but, you know, they're those moments, aren't they? And one day, you know, well, I'll speak to Ash and I'll be able to tell her, you know, what I was doing and, yeah. and they, were, they were all wriggling around on the sofa and just hoping for every point for her for, to be hers. So, yeah, that, that, that is my passion. And, yeah. you know, doing the radio around sport is just so good for me. Yeah. Um, I walk in there, I'm surrounded by a couple of mates who are like people I used to look up to got great producers, really loving great sort of team. style in there mm. at Triple M. And, you know, I've got a, I've got a you know, wonderful set of memories from there. So I go in there on a Saturday morning and just do the show for a couple of hours. So that's, that's cool. Bit of fun and something you love doing and a great yeah. ad as well. So now, oh. Gus, I'm all about knowledge and, you know, increasing your knowledge base and everything. Knowledge is powerful, but applied knowledge is even more powerful. So what is one thing regarding courage that you'd like our listeners to take action on today, this week, this month? Yeah, it takes courage to actually be real. Mm-hmm. So we've spoken about that, I suppose, for the last half an hour or so. But what, what, what I actually have always tell people that I speak to, whether it's on a Zoom um, virtually or whether it's face-to-face, actually I started doing it to a software company. I think they're called... I can't remember the name of yeah. them. They're a big one anyway. And it was at the ICC before lockdown. And I remember leaving Triple M and I walked down there actually and met this lady who was taking me in to get mic'd up to do the chat. And I said, oh, how many people are in today? And she goes, I think about 12,000, maybe 13,000. I said, okay. And I'm thinking, Jesus. Um, I, was, I was expecting a few hundred. <laughs> So, but, of course, as you would know, whether you're talking to one or 100, it's yeah. the same deal. You just got to get your yeah. head around it. Yeah. So I got mic'd up and I walked out there and it was just a sea of people. Mm-hmm. But I noticed there was this one guy that had his mobile phone out. Now, being a comedian in inverted commas or a yeah. smart ass, more likely, <laughs> I would normally go, you're right there, mate, you know, yeah. like, a, you know, and have a bit of a go, but yep. with a bit of fun. And I thought, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm going to get everyone to get their phones out, turn on the volume, turn on the buzzers, the vibrate, whatever it might be, and write a text message to someone in their mobile phone, someone in their contact list that they haven't spoken to in at least a month, three months, six months, five years, whatever it might be. Let's spend a couple of minutes finding someone in your contact list that you haven't spoken to in at least a month. So everyone's rustling into their bags and finding their mobile phone and all that sort of stuff. And I said, okay, write them this text message, the exact words, no emojis, the proper words. I love you. you. And people start going, oh, God, yeah, what's yeah, this yeah. about? And I go, I love you. I miss you. See you soon. Kiss, hug, kiss, hug. And I say, just send it. You're in a safe environment. Just send it. This is the start of my speech, right? And everyone's rusting around and there's noise and so forth. I said, Let's sit in total silence 
and let's hear the boop, boop, zzz, zzz, yeah, zzz, zzz, yeah, hear yeah. the replies coming back. Let's get the microphone out to all these people. Let's see what sort of replies you're going to get. So, of course, the replies are, are you drunk? Um, was this test message for me? Um, I love you too. There's a whole lot of things, but you pretty much 80% will be those three responses. And for about half an hour, we had the, the microphone going out into the audience from people going, oh, I haven't spoken to this person for three years. And they've said, it's so lovely to hear from you. I love you too. It's been too long. When can we meet up? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yep, yep. So I put that a part of all my chats now, and I'd love your podcasters mm. to do that once they finish this today. Mm-hmm. Find someone in their mobile phone they haven't spoken to in at least a month and write that text message out. I love you. I miss you. See you soon. Kiss, hug, kiss, hug. Love it. It's a connection. Mm-hmm. It's such an easy, fun way of just mm. letting someone else know that you're thinking about them. I truly believe that suicide is a death of loneliness, mm-hmm. and I think you get to a stage where you think, you know what, no one's checking in, no one really mm. knows what's mm-hmm. going on in my life. I haven't got whatever it is to tell them what's really going on, so I'm going to check out. Yeah. So it's a simple way of doing it, and put it in your diary, 3 o'clock every Friday, or what's yeah, the time now? That. Yep. 10.45, yep. 9.45. Mm-hmm. Just put it in as an alarm in your calendar and let someone else know. And it may not be for you, but what but, a wonderful thing for the person you send it to. Oh, yeah, but random act of kindness. Think about the, pers- the person that does it, one of the weeks in our Triple M, Making Meditation Mainstream, um, we do a random act of kindness. And I always, like I paid for a guy's coffee in advance and he didn't yeah. know. And then he went to pay and he had such a smile. But it made me feel good. Not that I did it for me, but, you know, it's such a two-way thing. So, Gus, how sure do people... Is. Yeah, best connect with you then. If they want to reach out to well, you, obviously you've got Gotcha for well, Life. Gotchaforlife.org is the is the website and that's got everything about us and what we do and obviously my socials as well. And, yep. you know, I've got to be honest with you, I get probably a 1,000 messages a day on Messenger. So when you think about it, it's like 30,000 it's, mm-hmm. it's like 30, a month that I'm getting on Messenger and I just can't get back to everyone. Yeah. But... I'm a beacon, I suppose, within mm. mental fitness, yeah. within yep. suicide prevention. So mm. people, you know, I've got a friend of mine. Can you help me? I've got this going on. Can I help? And I'll get back to as many people as I can. But, um, you know, the most important thing is to talk on podcasts like this that goes out to heaps of people and that might just spread the word about mental fitness, about gotcha yeah. for life, and also maybe just makes you start thinking about your relationships and your friends and have you put enough effort in are we taking those relationships that we love for granted? Should we be putting a little bit more work in to make sure that the people that love you know that you love them and you're there for them and they can be safe and honest with you? Um, that's that's really the key, I suppose. But, uh, yeah, got your life. It's my life's work now, so I'll be around forever. So if you see me in the street, say good day and um, have a chat. Got you for life. Fantastic, Gus. Thanks so much for your time and sharing your wisdom and your authenticity and vulnerability today. Really appreciate it, as I know our listeners do. So thanks so much, Gus. Have a freaking fab Friday. All the very best at the dentist and um, we'll catch up soon. Thanks (laughs) so much. Thanks a lot. See you later. Bye. You've been listening to the Couragepreneur podcast. If you haven't already, please remember to subscribe so you're the first to know each time we publish a new show. Are you ready to live more courageously and be more resilient? And you know, this is something you need help with. We've created a gift just for you. 
It's the Trilogy of Courage special podcast series. And you can access at pixjohnnison.com forward slash podcast series. That's pixjohnnison.com forward slash podcast series. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.